1: I'm April and I'm Caroline and this This is your bloody bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the
2: bloodiest part of your week.
1: Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy
2: hours. Hey y'all, this is April. This is Caroline. It's Thursday. I'm so thirsty. So Thirsty, our special guest is back in the
1: studio with us. Say hey. Hey, I'm back. April, two Aprils on one couch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Two Aprils, one couch. Yeah. Nice. What we didn't do last time is we introduced April, but we didn't put her through those random awkward questions that we put through all of our guests. So on the spot right now, the one I always remember is... The best one. Were you exposed to porn as a child?
0: Oh, she had to think oh, about it. Oh that's not good. That's <laughs> not
1: good. She had to think about it.
0: Um. Oh no. I'm trying to think. I mean, like, like she porn, th- like on TV
1: or any, any anything magazine. Like, if you were one to ten years old, that was what I consider, like a job. I mean, yeah, Right? Yeah.
0: Um, no. I mean,
1: like, per- like- I, I saw some
0: boobs like on Skinemax skin a max yeah. yep. so basically that's a yes. you know basically
1: i'm pretty sure that's a yes you
0: know all those movies would come on at like 10 and you're supposed to be asleep but then you get thirsty and you walk through and you Shoot. see a boob or two yeah
1: and i then mean you hurry i feel up. like that doesn't count, but i feel like but at 10 <laughs> right at 10 <laughs> yeah i mean that were you like mm. i
0: mean i might have caught a peek it. I didn't say I liked it, but I'm like... Oh, you didn't I have it. to say
2: it. <laughs> what did you do when you went back to your room after you saw those boobs?
0: I was just like, well, I, now I know why I have to go to bed <laughs> at 10 o'clock. <laughs> now it all makes sense. <gasps> oh, um, okay,
1: so... Gosh. Caroline, do you have a question? Um, do you have any tattoos? And if you do, what are they or where are they? Yes,
0: I have um, three tattoos. One
1: on my ankle. Is it a butterfly? Do you have a tramp stamp? It's really what I want to know. Yes, I do. Yes. Yes. I knew it. I just felt it. Mm-hmm. And then the porn question just <laughs> Solidified it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Three. Well, okay, do that's only one. Band-aid? One on your
1: ankle, one tramp stamp, and one on your left boob. No? No. Nope. Oh. oh. No boob tattoos. My... One of, my, one of my sisters, sorry, you don't listen anyway, so, she had she had a, a drunk night, and she got, she's obsessed with dinosaurs. No. Y- yeah. A brontosaurus with the long neck? She got an outline of that, like, on her butt cheek. Uh-uh. Which one? <laughs> Alex, you're welcome. <laughs> the good sister. I don't know. She was, she had a little moment. She had a moment. I'll never. What's your
2: third one? I can't remember where it is now. Oh, on my wrist. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Weak. Um, one more. You can't even think of one.
2: Um, if you see an upside down pineapple, what do you
0: think? Oh my gosh. Um, well, I recently learned this at your house. Um, at your house and the mulch. Yeah, like we had a, we had a sleepover at April's Uh-oh. house.
2: Oh, sounds real sketchy. It
0: it does sound <laughs> sketchy. Um, and we know, talked about this. this. I did not know upside down pineapples was a thing, and I didn't know red mulch was a thing. Red, right? Red mulch. Yeah, yeah. red. Now mulch, you know. like there's a whole community know. of people out there that look for upside-down pineapples and red mulch. And red mulch. Yep. And I go to
2: my mom's house and get what's on the placemat.
1: Red mulch on a placemat?
0: A
2: pineapple on the doormat. Oh. What? And a then placemat I go to my on the table
1: aunt, or a doormat on the front porch? I go to
2: my mom's house. Yeah. And when I walk in, there's, on, there's a doormat and there's a pineapple on it.
0: On the inside of the house or the outside? The outside. Like welcome.
2: Like this the welcome is an mat. Down pineapple house.
1: <laughs> is pineapple? I hope you're ready.
0: But when you're looking
2: at it, it's right side up. I told her about it, and she was like,
1: "Yeah, I just like pineapples." Yeah, right. I ain't buying why it. Why do you like those pineapples, Miss mm-hmm. Monica? I ain't why buying do You it. like those pineapples? <laughs> Let me just tell y'all right now. I'm about to get attacked by April's mic stick because it is literally in my nostril. It is. It is. I just want to tell you you have to dig all, in I have your nose you don't even have to yeah I don't even have to because I got that to do it for me um I recently okay that was great thank you you're welcome <laughs> I'm just jumping is there anything else no
2: but I do want to th- what do y'all think about this after the end of this month right which this will be should this be the last episode yeah Ted Bundy will be the last episode, part two. Of our serial killer. I think we should put a poll out and let them vote on their. Do you do I say favorite, but some people are like, why would I favor the serial killers? Your favorite killer. Or the most interesting or the most crazy. It'll be out of camper, BTK, Dahmer, and old Teddy Bear. Teddy Bear? <laughs> Oh, Teddy Bear. So I would just like to see, I always hear Ted Bundy's Everybody's Favorites. You like drug, like cartel-related stuff. I do.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's some good ones.
2: Cartel-related. Kind of makes me scared. No,
1: nah, bro. <laughs> well, let us know. We'll put a poll up. April will put a poll up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So you should continue with Ted.
1: Yeah. I just wanted to say that I recently heard that... Um, the United States is gonna get some Ukrainian refugees. And I was gonna, I was wondering if I should possibly like look into getting like a 30 year old male, 30 ish year old male refugee. So, you know, we could like
0: be roommates or
1: you're gonna post it on
0: Craigslist? <laughs> Are you gonna put it, on,
2: put it on Craigslist? I mean, I could,
1: it's basically like a mail order bride.
2: Oh oh! You want to offer them a place to stay yeah. for yeah. a green card? Yeah, yeah. Forget NATO. They're just going to be full American, right? Yeah, yeah. Should I do it? No. Are Ukrainians an- circumcised? It's- what are Ukrainian circumcised? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Why don't you look it up? Why would I even look I know. <laughs> I just, I don't know why
1: that even came to my head. It's just head. an American thing, April. Just Americans. <laughs> That's true. There are, yeah. There are a lot Foreign of other. Yeah. Usually aren't, I think. Maybe. I don't know, actually. <laughs> so, that was my random question. So.
2: No, don't it. get a roommate and don't do a mail order, Ukrainian husband.
1: I was just like, if they need a place to go, I'll just request a mail. Yeah. To the shelter. <laughs> Compassion ministries. Not <laughs> in your house. Please step up. Well, okay. Anyway, moving on. We're gonna start with Ted. Yes, give me some Ted. So we ended off with um Linda and Healy. She was the one who was in the apartment with a uh, bunch of other roommates, and she was murdered. Right. That's that's basically it. So we're gonna go jump right into the next one. Okay. Is nobody, y'all don't even listen. To, y'all don't know anything I talk about ever. She doesn't. <laughs> she definitely doesn't.
2: I don't have anything to do with Kanye.
1: I don't either. But I listen to Juicy Scoop. Mm. <sighs> Donna Gail Manson. She was super intelligent, and she was would hang out late with like her roommate. So this one night, she her roommate would always like cover for her, to, like she would miss class. So she was kind of like. Always like to, you know, skip skip class and like, hey, roommate cover for me, I'm not gonna go to class today. okay, so it would be it wouldn't be abnormal for her to be gone for a few days at a time. This is kind of why this one mm, it took a while for them to find her because they weren't alarmed. So she left her room at like seven o'clock. She was walking on campus, she was going to some concert, and she was never seen again. The only reason we know that she's part of Bundy is because he confessed on her, like, right before his execution, he confessed to, like, a whole bunch of these murders. Oh. And that was one of the ones he confessed. And, he, and she was one of the ones who was in Taylor Mountain. There's this Taylor Mountain murders where he, a lot of um, a lot of them were either buried or left or scattered. And she was one of the ones. He never said how he killed her. We can only assume. Not good. Then we have Susan. I'm going to go through these pretty quick because there's a bunch of them. Okay. Susan Rancourt. She was 19 years old. This is April 17th, 1974. Uh, she was also in Washington. She was a student. They're all college co eds. She super smart. She had a 4.0. She worked full-time. She paid for her tuition. I mean, this girl's doing the most to get through. Yeah. She was super scared of the dark. She never went anywhere alone. Except for this one time. Oh, oh, no. I know. So this is... Uh, there was a job opening for a position at the... Uh, at To be part of, like, the advisors. And so she went to another dorm to, I guess interview for this meeting to be to get this job for as an advisor. Mm -hmm. And as she's leaving, that's the last time she was seen. She's brutally attacked. She had a skull fracture. She was later found on Taylor Mountain. Wow. Um, (coughs) And then we have Roberta Parks. She's 20 years old. And she, this was March 3rd. So we go, uh march 3rd Uh, sure march 3rd oregon state university she left her dorm to go meet with her friends for coffee never arrived never made it to coffee her skull found taylor mountain so he only skulls right for some of them yeah okay and he's just hanging out
0: outside of these colleges just waiting for one yeah,
1: I guess he's just like trolling around.
2: And do we know if he's still using the same ruse? Like, is he still saying, it changes. I'm broken, I got a broken arm, broken leg? Uh, or Yeah, I, with he these changes it
1: to like later he's going to be a police officer.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, right now, we still don't know how he's like catching these. He's just good looking.
1: Yeah. 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 Then we have Brenda Ball. Is that name? I feel like that name always is familiar. She's 22, Washington. This is the night of May 31st and the morning of June 1st. So it's like at 1 a.m. She's leaving a tavern and she was looking for a ride because, you know, back in the day, you just look for rides. And she was last seen talking to a man with his arm in a sling. She was, she, let's see. Her friends didn't, once again, her friends didn't think much of her for being gone for long periods of time. Um, and so they were just like, oh, a few days go by, and then they're like, oh, she's missing. All these people are labeled as disappeared okay. or missing. Okay. So the only reason we know about these is because of him admitting or telling them. She was another one that was found on Taylor Mountain. So, oh, stripping blood. So that's all we know about that one. Most of these bodies, like I said, oh, he also admitted that he would go back and visit them. This yes. is what you talked about last time. Yeah. He would redress them, put makeup on them, do their hair, and have sex with them. This was the first time that the officers heard about him having like necrophiliac tendencies. Was whenever he Told right before them. he was gonna be executed. They didn't know about that. Because the bodies were even, way too decomposed even, to yes. even yeah.
2: have any DNA, which so they the, probably wouldn't even those type of DNA analysis back then. So he He just just volunteered himself as a damn necrophiliac. Well, thank you for that, Ted. he
1: would have, well, I mean, it's going to get graphic. He would have sex with them until their bodies were so decomposed or it was to where you could not have sex with them. Yes. So I don't know if they were like, like, you know, like. Did he rape he raped some and some he, of them he did okay. after cuz some people are like he's a rapist Alive. and some people are okay. like he's not a rapist but I think he mainly enjoyed having sex with them after death or while they were dying. Cuz there was one that he they said he like he explained in detail how he was like strangling her and he in her, whenever he was feeling the life go out of her, oh, it was wow. real bad and graphic. But that's mm-hmm. what it, I have. If I had to hear it, then you have to hear it.
2: Oh, it's an explicit podcast. hundred oh, percent. They know what they signed up for.
1: The next one is a big one. This is the one that last episode we played the Whisper Tape, where he's like, "George Ann Hawkins, did you hear that? Did you hear that?" This is the one where. He talked about this one a lot. This is the only one he like really described, but like how he, um, like where he went and drew a map to where she was buried and all these things. So, June tenth, nineteen seventy four, she's a student at University of Washington. She was leaving her boyfriend's dorm. She's cramming for this Spanish exam. She's walking back to her dorm. It's a alleyway. It's very lit. Literally, she's forty feet away from her dorm room. It's like sorority oh, houses and stuff. Yeah, she the, And they said multiple times, she's 40 feet away. She was 40 feet away. When a man approached her uh, on crutches and he dropped his briefcase and this was the ruse. He asked her if um, she would, you know, help him carry his briefcase to his car because he was on crutches and he couldn't pick it up. Poor guy. So the... She agreed to help him, she was very trusting, and she bent over, They it was like down an alleyway, they go down this alleyway and they go into an, a, an adjacent parking lot. Apparently the parking lot was not a lit parking lot, and as she's like opening or ben, like putting in the briefcase, that's when he like hits her over the head. So once he does that, he hits her over the head, she is knocked out, he handcuffs her, puts her in the car, starts driving and at that point she like starts to come to but Mm -hmm. she's still a little loopy i mean she just got knocked out and then she starts talking about she was asking him if he was a tutor for her for her spanish exam when she woke up because she was just studying for a Spanish exam, mm-hmm. she's real nervous. She was at her boyfriend's house. She was studying for a Spanish exam, oh. so she's knocked out. Now she's blurry coming to, and she's like, "Are you my tutor for my Spanish?" Like oh, no. she just didn't know oh. where she was. And his response is, "I found it kind of odd that she would say that. It was just an odd thing to say."
2: Mm. <clears throat> Does this sound familiar? His ruse that he used. If y'all
1: think about a movie,
2: um, one of my favorite movies. What with Anthony Hopkins, Silence of the Lamb. Oh no,
1: it's exactly that's how Silence of the Lamb was based yes. on this on Tabernacle <clears> stuff. <throat>
2: him and Ed Gein, I, I think know. it was like a mix. I,
1: I must have watched it a long time ago because I was like, I don't remember. Did somebody pretend to be hurt and they hit somebody over the head and they?
2: Yes, they had a guy, but I think he was in a van and he act he was like had crutches or a sling, and it I think it showed him like putting groceries in, and when this. Sp- um girl walked out right then he drops his groceries and was like oh so she comes over to help him put his it wasn't groceries he's moving something into the van but she gets into so he was like oh if you just get in and pull it i can push it so she gets in and he closes the door and but so it's that ruse of being like supposed handicapped and needing the help but then they mix it in with Ed Gein because he, Buffalo Bill and Put Silence the face of the Lambs, face. he would get big girls so that he can have their skin yeah. and he was making him a body.
1: They talked in multiple shows and stuff. They did talk about how Silence of the Lamb. I
2: need you to renew your Silence of the Lamb memory well, and watch it. I think watch I it.
1: watched it because I liked Lambs when I was little. Oh, bitch! And it had nothing to do with a I... lamb.
2: <laughs> nothing. It's the best movie ever made. Does it mean Silence
1: of like the, like you're a lamb watch of it. God. Like you're a nope. lamb. Watch, like it. watch a... it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch I've it. Watch it. I've
2: watched it, but it was watch like, it again dumb. when you're grown up so you'll understand. That's very true.
1: <laughs> so as he's at the car with georgian he grabs a crowbar. That this is where his crowbar is like hidden under like the wheel well or something he grabs it as she's like her head's in the car that's when he hits her over the head and she's like i said delirious asking about her spanish test and they drove off to this location and once that once they were there he strangled her killed her he claimed to have severed her head when returning to the site three days later so he killed oh. her, left her there, then came back because he always would revisit the bodies, and then he severed her head, and then left he, left her on the rocky hillside. As he so, said. his
2: kill spot was the woods. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He would take them there, kill them there, and then go back and visit them there.
1: And then this is what's really creepy: is he claimed he went back to the parking lot. So when the, that very next day. He rode his bicycle. The very next say the police were in the alleyway, but where his car was parked, where he actually got her and took her from, was in that parking lot. Mm. So the alleyway is where the cops were. Mm-hmm. She was abducted from the parking lot. Well, her earring and like a shoe was left in the parking lot. Uh. And he was looking for her stuff whenever he had her in the woods. And, like, I guess he noticed that. Oh, does she did that on purpose? Well, probably not because he, I don't know. I don't know. So, basically, he went to the parking lot, recovered her earrings and her shoe that had fallen off. And the police had no idea. Mm -hmm. They were just a block away. They never noticed it. And he wanted to make sure that they knew that he did that. (laughs) <laughs> wow. he wants, he likes to toot his own horn doesn't he He does this brings us to lake sammamish got a territory check for lake oh, sammamish yeah. <laughs> so this is also a big one this is july 14th 1974 lake sammamish state park okay so this is a huge lake this is eight miles east of seattle There's, like, beachy areas around it. People are everywhere. On this day specifically, it's beautiful. There's, they said there's, like, 40,000 people. It's packed. There's companies there with their, doing, like, work picnics. There's people there with their families. I mean, there's people everywhere. There's no hiding. So this one first girl named Mary, she's 22. She's just hanging out on the beach, people everywhere, 1130, 30. She's approached by a young man wearing a white t shirt, blue jeans, and asked if he could, if she could help him for a minute. And she's like, mm, okay, sure. She noticed he was in a sling. So she was like, okay, of yeah, a sling. So she's like, what do you need? And he's like, oh, I just need help loading my sailboat into my car. And she's like, that pisses me I off. Like a, do I have like, does my shirt say like boat lady? <laughs> what do, help? Does my shirt say Is it like, I wanna help you? And also, if a guy's ever asking a girl you for yeah. help or a kid, yeah,
2: yeah. a grown don't up ever, don't need kids' help. Y- yeah,
1: so just know, because I would fall for it for sure. I'd be like, oh. so she's really reminding I'm basically herself, telling myself, yeah, of that. Oh, don't sure. ever help a grown-looking man. I don't care if he has a cast. I probably Mm-mm. still would. It's bad. So she agreed to help him. Why? Because he's good-looking. So she walks up. She walks up to his bug, his little brown bug, in the parking lot. And she's like, hmm, I don't no know What kind of boat am I going to help you with because there's no boat here? So he's like, oh, yeah, it's at my parents' house. It's just up the road in Issaquah. And she's like, um, well. And he, like, pointed to the passenger door, like, oh, go ahead, get in. And she was like, well, actually, she like got this feeling. Yes. And she answered Listen the feeling. to the gut. She went with the feeling. And she was like, actually, I can't help you. My parents are here and they've been waiting for me and I'm already late to go meet up with them. So I'm sorry, but I can't help you. And he was super polite. He was like, yeah, that's no problem. You know, I should have told you that the boat wasn't in the parking lot in the first place. I'm like I'm blah, blah, blah. And he's like, my mistake. And then, you know, he's just get boiling because now he didn't get her. So then hours later, she notices this same guy is like talking to random girls and is like, she just kind of notices and she's like, mm, no big deal. She just like notices him walking towards the parking lot with pretty other girls. And she didn't think anything of it until she read the paper the next day. Oh, shit. Janice Ott.
2: And he would tell them his real name. I am Ted. Here we go. Okay.
1: 23. Janice Ott, five foot, a hundred pounds. She's nothing, tiny little thing. And she was gonna help him with the sailboat. He came up to her, same thing, except this one had blonde hair. Yes, but <clears throat> the only one. The only one. Yeah. But I, we think that it's because he was like
0: Gets mad because it. he
1: didn't get the first one that he wanted, so he's just going for whatever. Same, same thing. Goes up to her, asking help put the sailboat up. But here's the only thing, he whenever uh this is his first mistake what you just said is he goes up to her and he's like hi I'm Ted mm-hmm. well there's people all around so of course they hear that he said that and she entered and she's like oh hi I'm Jan and so later this will come into play because the witnesses and everything and so once he told her that oh I just need help. Loading the boat in the car. And he's like, it's actually, he told her, it's actually at my parents' house in Issaquah. And she's like, oh, well, I live in Issaquah. <laughs> of course she
2: does. Come on, Jan.
1: I know. So, I mean, I don't, I would be like the same. I will be like, oh my gosh, I live uh, there too. You live at Polo Park? <gasps> oh my god, me too? <laughs> are we neighbors? <laughs> Damn, girl, boy, whatever you are. So, the only thing that was holding Janice back is that or Jan, is that she had her bike with her, and she was like, I don't want to leave my bike on the beach because I don't want somebody to take my bike. And he's like, oh, that's fine. I have room for it in my trunk. And since when can a, v- can a bicycle know. fit in the VW?
0: But it didn't have backs.
1: Okay. Well, it didn't. But also, can you even fit a bike into a bug? I don't know. I those be,
0: bikes from 1974. Yeah, with them <laughs>
1: big-ass handles? Yeah. No. Mm No. So, yeah, Ted's like, no worries, there's room. And then once she arrives to the car, I'm pretty sure she was punched in the face before she even knew wow. that, the tr- that the bug was too small to fit her bicycle. So this is when we know that the passenger seat of his oh, car missing. is missing. So what he does is he'll take, he keeps the seat he just removes it at times and puts it in the back seat or there's not is there a trunk I don't know but it was gone it was it was not there we're not exactly sure what happened to her in the woods but he took her to the woods y'all yeah. he tied her up he left her there she's still alive okay and I'll tell you I'll come back to it in a second later. He would come back, kill her, and then decapitate her. And her bones were found in this area and some of her clothes also. But while he left her there, he went back to Lake Sammamish, approached uh, 19-year-old Denise Nasland. Same thing. She's on the beach. She's having a picnic She's with her boyfriend, her dog, and another couple. (coughs) You better not hurt the dog. This is four hours later.
2: Hurt the girl, not the
1: dog. Just, (laughs) I didn't say that. Just saying. Four hours later, she left the group with her dog to go to the bathroom. And uh, she was last seen wearing cutoff shorts and a blue halter top. And her dog found it's way back to the friends as everybody's searching for her because then they don't see her. She never came back from the bathroom. No witnesses seeing her leave the lake. So after these, both of these disappearances, several people came forward. And this is when they're saying that they saw uh, this man approaching women saying his name was Ted and that he had his arm in a sling. So months later, Janice Ott's jawbone is found, Denise Naslin's skull is found, and her jawbone and femur, and they were all there were they were among several other unidentified skeletal remains. And it turns out that what he did was he kept Janice tied up in the forest to watch. while he got Denise and brought her back so that They could. He could. One of them could watch him kill the other one, and then he just terrorized them together.
2: I wonder if it had something to do with her being blonde and maybe not being a good enough kill, so he had to have like a backup plan too. Like so true. He wasn't gonna get the his satisfaction. Yeah, satisfaction out of the blonde because she doesn't fit the profile and the whole whatever. So. So, you go find a Burnett one. I told you it was in the FBI. How do you doubt me?
1: I never did. (laughs) I ain't never doubt. Y'all, don't ever doubt April. So, at this point, we have King County Police. They're gathering all this information. There's witnesses. It's being broadcast all over. They have this amazing sketch. How about, do you know about the sketch? I don't, I feel like it doesn't look anything like him, but I don't think any sketches look anything like him. I don't either. So, they have the sketch, which it doesn't really help because he changes his look so many times. Like, he grows his hair. Like, at one point, he looks like a werewolf. Like, he has full beard. Sometimes he has full beard. Sometimes he just has, like, a handlebar mustache. Sometimes he has long hair. Sometimes he has short hair, clean cut. Before he was caught, he just was doing this?
2: All, or after he was caught and, like, escaping?
1: All through, throughout. Oh, okay. Throughout. Throughout. I, yeah. So, the, the whole thing is, there's a sketch, but... It doesn't really help because he can grow his hair out or cut it or whatever. And it can look, can look totally different. So they get all these, they get tons of tips, tons and tons, 200 tips a day. People are like, oh, that's my boyfriend. Oh, that's my boyfriend. They're all trying to turn yeah, in their turn boyfriend. They're all under the damn bus. He's so then there's a, there's three tips that are the main tips. One from his psychology professor who was like, I have this weirdo in my class named Ted Bundy. That would be me. That would be me. <laughs> and then another tip was from Anne Rule. Girl, she is the most. She's the VIP. She's my dream. She's the MVP. And she, yeah, we know who Enrol is. And then the other tip was from Liz, girlfriend Liz. I'm going to go into some detail about some girlfriend Liz. Girlfriend with the daughter, right? Yeah. Okay. So, but the detectives, I might have said this last episode, but they were just like, mm, we don't think that that's the guy because he's just too clean cut and he doesn't have a criminal record. Yeah. So they don't—they don't even think about oh, it.
2: Was he white, Protestant, male?
1: What is Protestant? Is that
2: just a preacher? He was a white Republican male. No, Protestant <gasps> means you—you're like a Christian. Like I you're a. a no, you're a mainstream like religion, and not like something like Buddhist or something that's Jew or something that's yeah not as mainstream.
1: So Protestant covers
2: Christianity, like Baptist. Anybody. I think it's mostly if you believe in Jesus, but a lot of them. But I don't know if Catholics in that category.
1: Okay, because I was like, a lot of them. Do they even have? Well, a lot of them are raised like real religious. Yeah, I don't think Ted was religious.
2: No, I was just bringing it back to that previous episode, but probably because he's white, Republican smart, clean cut, good looking. He yeah. never he doesn't fit well cuz he fit could, what they would he think.
1: Could, yeah, cuz he knew what was going on. He he knew about law, he knew about psychology. Yeah, he could smart. talk his way out of things. I think even just being a freaking smooth talker is the worst. I wish I was a smooth talker. <sighs> okay. We're going to Utah. Utah 1974 August. We're in August. He received uh, Ted received his second acceptance to the University of Utah Law School. I'm so lost with all these law schools. So he's move. He's moving to Salt Lake City. He is leaving Liz in Seattle. She. He did not ask Liz to go with him. Mm-mm. She Mm-mm. really wanted him to ask her. No. I know. Mm-mm. So. You know, she kind of already had, like, a little bit of suspicions, but she was still, like... Thirsty. Yeah. She's like, surely... No, it's... Whatever. So, this is around the same time that... Wait, Ted just moved to Utah? And all of these other women started disappearing in Utah? Oh. Hmm. That's real strange. It's October 2nd. He's been there for August, September, October, about two months. Hmm. didn't waste no time. 16-year-old Nancy Wilcox disappeared near near Salt Lake City. Her remains were buried in a park but were never found. That's literally all I have about her. October 18th, Melissa Smith, 17-year-old. She was the daughter of a a police chief in Midville, Salt Lake. I mean, Salt Lake City. Uh, it's just a suburb of Salt Lake City. She disappeared, leaving a pizza parlor. Her nude body was found about nine days later, October thirty first. Laura Amy, seventeen, leaving a cafe at midnight. Her naked body was found by hitchhikers on, or by hikers on Thanksgiving Day. So that's on Halloween. Yeah. The the weird thing, okay. Melissa and Laura, which are the last two that I just mentioned, uh-huh. they had both been beaten, raped, sodomized, and strangled with nylon stockings. Hey. And years later, which is when he would do his confession, he said that his post-mortem ritual with these corpses included shampooing their hair, putting <laughs> makeup on them. What? I, don't, I remember
2: makeup. I don't, I don't remember, remember shampoo. shampooing.
1: Maybe somebody added but this. But like, what where? Is
0: it? Like, how do you? He just takes them to the woods and washes their hair. <laughs> do you bring like it? in a bucket water?
1: The, your brain moves like mine does. So I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean shampoo? Where did he get the water? Did he just pour the shampoo on there and lather it up and it's just like sudsy <laughs> and it's
0: just wet? Like he didn't blow dry it. I don't know. It? He didn't blow
2: dry it. <laughs> I too. But uh, yeah. yeah, but he did like he wanted them to look great. He would like.
1: Makeup and, full makeup. Why are you gonna make them look great? Whenever in five minutes or five days, their skin's gonna be eaten off. He did he dress them up
2: before he had sex with them? That was like his date. He dated them. That's he how dated he dated, dated them.
1: He dated dead people. I don't
2: remember the show. Tell shape the camera. Made. He dated
0: dated the dead people.
1: What a duck! What a duck! I mean,
0: they were probably. I mean, they had fresh hair and probably. Least makeup on before he killed them. If you had was he, trying to they
1: probably didn't have lip gloss, and you know that's so, what it was. Yeah, April wanted to put lip gloss on him. Listen, this is where we get into Carol Duranch. Ooh, I remember that name. November eighth, nineteen seventy four. Bundy approached Carol Duranch. She's in at the she's at the mall. We're in Utah. This is um he is about mm, um, less than a mile from where he ha- was last seen with his previous victim. So he's still pretty close, same vicinity. He writes, so he sees this girl, he writes down her license plate number, and he waited for her to leave the store she was at. So he comes back, he, she leaves the store, he approaches her, he pr- pretends to be a cop. This is his next ruse. He's Officer Roseland. In no oh. uniform he was undercover undercover of course so listen he he told her he's like someone broke into your car and um i need you to come and fill out this police report because um like they broke into your car Uh and so i want you to like he he broke in he left and she's like oh my gosh like what somebody broke into my car and he's like i'm officer whatever so she asked him for his ID. oh good job. Good girl. Yeah. By the way, I was n- looking at all these pictures of these people, and Carol Durant, she has some really good hair
2: uh, don't them don't they all?
1: I will show you her hair
2: Hey, would would Ted Bundy kill April? Look at her
1: it's <laughs> probably, yeah, you yeah, would actually be dead. she gone. Yeah. She go. Oh,
0: I need the part though. You fit the profile. Yeah, put it
1: down the middle. Put it down the middle. <laughs> I want. I just want you to see Carol with the good, ha- with oh, the good oh, hair. Oh, I mean, Carol it's good the hair. Good hair. Carol with the good hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Carol with the good hair. Yeah, she's got good hair. Oh. So no, don't all. Oh, girl, she's still here. And I think Ask I know what's going to happen. She with She asked for the ID, which of course he busts out a police badge because I'm sure you can get it at the damn flea market or whatever I don't know where he got it and shows her and she was hesitant she didn't want to go she was like "Mm." she noticed he was driving this bug she went anyway cause you know of course people are like confused I would be confused she gets into the Bundy bug I'm gonna call it the Bundy bug she gets in the bunny bug and then they're driving and she points out that he's going, he's like, she's like, you're on the wrong road. Like this isn't the way to the police station. And that's when he like swerves over, goes off the road and just handcuff, puts a handcuff on her, Ugh. handcuffs, one of her hands. She immediately like gets out of the car. Like she pulls the door open. I guess he didn't take the door handle off because some people I think do. he does later. Yeah. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. So she's able to get out of the door. Apparently, he put, instead of putting the handcuffs on different, he put both of them on one hand. Mm. So that's where he messed up again. And so she gets out, and she's, like, running. Like, actually, they had a, they, like, fought fought each other. After she got out of the car, she noticed, like, he had this crowbar, which he's, like, Mr. Crowbar, and she, like, fights him off. Runs down the street, there's another car coming, and she like waves the car down, like jumps in their car and is like, take me to the police station and goes to the police station. Nice. She gets away. She's still Go, like, Carol. Go, Carol, with the good, good hair. hair. <laughs> I literally noticed that. I was like, Oh my gosh. So in uh, this is where it's no no more celebration. Celebration? Celebration. Making up new words. It's a new word. So, he's real mad because Carol got away. Mm -hmm. What's he going to do now? Hmm. Go 19 miles away, and within the hour, Mm. he's going to go to Viewmont High School where there's a play that's letting out. And this is whenever 17-year-old Deborah Kent leaves the play early. She's leaving to go pick up her brother. And April, and April, both April's. <laughs> she never made it to her car because he, several people were like talking about that they saw this stranger like lurking around. Even like one of the instructors was like, he had come up to her and asked if she would help him fix something on the car or something. And she said no. And he just kind of kept lurking around and eventually old Deborah Kent went out to the parking lot and never seen again. And it was the same old police ruse, the same old thing. And, um, what the police did find was he left a key in the parking lot, which unlocked the handcuffs that were on Carol's handcuffs that were on her oh. arm when she got away. So now they knew these so are connected. They linked them together. After
2: forty people died, so now yes.
1: they do so believe.
0: Oh, it is this well. They,
1: well, they at least have a link to whoever the person was that went after Carol was the same person who went after Deborah. Oh yeah, because it was in the same night. Okay, yeah. So that when was that? That was November eighth,
2: seventy four. Damn, we're still in seventy four. He literally. How long is his reign?
1: like one more year. Okay. So now we're in seventy five. And he travels to Colorado. Yeah, he's making his way across yeah. the United States. So that was in November and then now he we're in at-
2: smoke weed. These are all he got drunk a lot. weed states.
1: Oh. Co- are they? I know Colorado? Was- is is they it are Washington? Probably oh, not Washington. Damn, I don't know.
2: I just made it up.
1: I I will agree. Yeah, you're right. So now he's like shifted. He's like, mm, so tired of you, Tom. Going to Colorado. And he goes. And at, two months after Deborah Kent disappeared, it's January 12th, 23-year-old registered nurse, Karen Campbell. She was vacationing. She was at a hotel in Snowmass, California with her husband, her fiance, and two kids. And she was just leaving the lobby, going to the elevator, and all of a sudden, they never see her again.
2: What? So he convinced her to get off an elevator and go out to his bug.
1: Apparently. Because you know what? Her nude body was found a month later on a snowbank in Aspen.
0: This bug,
1: man, was like a pamp ride. This, they must have been all about this bug. I ain't never... They were all about I couldn't even fit in a bug. Good thing I'm too big. <laughs> Good they thing I'm too big. all about Ted. She was Don't killed by anybody. blows to the head, blunt force trauma, and... It was likely that she had been raped. March 15th. Before and after. (laughs) I know. I just got to keep going because there's just so many. March 15th, Vail, Colorado, ski instructor Julie Cunningham disappeared while walking to her apartment. She was going to meet a friend for dinner. Never made it. Her body was found. And uh, part, that was part of the ones that he confessed to. Okay. Um... He said he had approached her on crutches, helped to get him to help carry something to the car. You know, all the same things and the same things and the same. I things. could. I didn't
2: remember. I'm glad you're saying that he finally did confess because I couldn't. It's been so long. He
1: wasn't very. He he still didn't confess to all of fully.
2: it fully. He's not like a Jeffrey Dahmer, Ed Kimber. No confession.
1: He wanted. He didn't want to die. Still used third person. He didn't want to die. So he was trying to save he, his own life. He used third person earlier. And then later, like the day or two days, one or two days before is when he like like really gay. because I, I, I know like he didn't want to give the names for some reason. and but remember,
2: he wanted them to be his, so he yeah. didn't want to share. Yeah,
1: but he wanted so bad to um, not die. So he was trying to. Kind of be like, well, I'm going to need three to six months to really tell you all of the details. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there's still a lot that he didn't actually confess to. (coughs) So you know what? It's March. You know, this is this is where we have literally month after month after month murders. So like January 12th was Karen Campbell, March 15th, Julie Cunningham. Now we're on April 6th. It's Denise. All of her since she's 25, she disappeared. It was like the border of Utah and Colorado in Grand Junction. She's riding her bicycle to her parents' house, and literally her sandals were just found near a railroad bridge. Wow. Like he
0: just happens to be at the right place at the right time watching people be by themselves. He I mean, said I people watch, but I don't know. I, they're I predators. Don't, this is
1: what I don't know. Okay. So he claimed to have thrown her body in the Colorado River. Her body was never found. How does he know the names of these people? Oh, he stole their IDs. Yeah. That's right.
2: That was his. Because I was
1: like, how do you even know who these people are? You just see them and you get them and you take like.
2: This is his trophy.
1: But they're. I I don't know if I go all into it, but. They do later find like tons of IDs, so that must be why.
2: So where's the um? I'm about to get I'm about Liz. to get there. Okay,
1: literally, I got two more and then. And then my
2: there. Uh, next question is: Remember, he was living with the old woman. No. Is this okay? Look. He was living like in an old lady's house during yeah. a lot of this. Is this?
1: Are you talking about Chi-Mega Whenever he lived at the at the boarding home, because we ain't there yet. Okay. No, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember an old lady. Okay. Okay. May 6th. He, um, really 12 year old. I don't, there's so many. I already forgot about these people. Lynette Culver. This isn't even the, she's, he lured her from her junior high school, and apparently, this there's like no details on this. Drowned her, and then sexually assaulted her before disposing of her body in Snake River. Her body was never found. These must be ones he just like admitted to. June twenty eighth, Susan Curtis, fifteen. She was on the campus, the BYU Wait, let's campus. Let's skim
2: over the the age no, range, no, like I, this twelve I know, year like, old. I, I forgot. I
1: remember I do, a little I, bit. No, the the very, his very last one is the mm. the one that people that talk remember. about and that we remember. These are all skimmed over everywhere. Yeah. Sometimes it won't even go over them. It'll just like label them. Like it'll just say their name. Their age, and then and then like disappeared because there's so many because some of them he might have just listed the day before he might have just like said oh by the way I killed this person and this person this person without giving any details Uh so we might not even know details oh
2: yeah because he didn't he wasn't very forthcoming with yeah so um, that's why
1: I'm like I'm not trying to skim but I'm just like. This is just what I, well,
2: I was pointing out like the age, like, yeah, that's a, if your I, target is college coeds, cause you're yeah. still pissed off at Stephanie, this is way out of your element with this 12 year old. And
1: then a 15 year old, like what, what's the point of that? But they
2: still fit yeah. the visual profile, I guess. <sighs> Brown hair.
1: Yeah. But like, I know I thought the same. I was like, why are you?
2: He's all over the place.
1: He is all over the place.
2: He becomes disorganized almost. Oh, he,
1: whenever he's Kyle Mega, he goes, that oh, he shit. Pull, he pulls a Caroline?
2: <laughs> he goes dis, total
1: disorganized. Total disorganized.
0: <laughs> he should have taken his meds. He did would have got away his, with he it. He did for- not
1: take <laughs> his medication, clearly. So in in conclusion, from Utah and Colorado... There were, uh, Will I'm just gonna, Wilcox, Kent, Cunningham, Oliverson, Culver, and Curtis. So there were six bodies that were never recovered. Oh wow. So let's talk about Liz.
2: Yes. What's this bitch doing? Okay.
1: So at this point, Liz and Ted are still together. They're back and forth. She is like suspecting him. Like, that he's no good. But, you know, it's like, you know, you get that feeling where, I mean, we all get that feeling, maybe. (laughs) Where you're just like, I mean, something just is not right. But you still, like, stay because you're, like, really not really sure. You
2: want to be 117% sure. So, she
1: starts snooping around and... You know, she starts questioning things like people do when they're in these situations. She's gone through his stuff. Once again, I mean, people do that, right? Like, you're just. "Mm." And, you know, she may have found a meat cleaver and was like, asked him, why did he have a meat cleaver? I had to look up what immediately. Well, was. I know. It's like what a it? it's like a butcher knife. Yeah. Oh. It's like the big fat blade. Yeah. Oh. I was like, I thought it was one of those never. I don't know Like that it. looks like a
2: big hammer. A square? Yeah, yeah, a square thing. Okay. That's what I thought. So it was
1: basically a butcher knife. And she's snooping and she's like, mm, how did I find this? And he's like, of course, using his charm. And he's just like um tries to like pivot and redirect and circle back and do all these things. That he learned in his psychology class. Good old gaslighting skills here. Uh And he's like, oh, everything's fine. It's nothing to worry about. Meet Cleaver. Who's she? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Come on. Like, I've never heard of her. That's what, what are you talking about? And she knew that something was not right. I mean, how much would it suck to think that you were married to a murderer? I mean, I know you might like it.
2: You might I'll go be back and forth every day, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, um, so she, she just was really like hesitant to, you know, really, she just really didn't know. I mean, I really don't think she knew like new, new, I think she might have like, I mean, she's. You know, what I'm She saying? gives
2: everybody the benefit of the doubt. She couldn't
1: have <laughs> really known he she, was murdering people. She
2: knew, but she loved this man. She, she was thirsty. Bitch was thirsty because there's not, you. it's hard to be single anyways, a single mom anyways. But, you know, but when especially this news- back then, she knew, okay, this is the only guy that's going to like me and like my kids. So if she, he chops people's heads off, let me just go and lay down. If he makes me dinner the next day,
1: <laughs> with the meat cleaver,
0: with the meat cleaver, juice on somebody,
1: That accidentally before. cuts his finger, so then he has to go to the hospital and to oh. get medicine. Oh, did we to just get... mix up? Oh, no, I'm sorry, that was Dirty Chat who ex- okay. who fake cut his finger. I mean, he didn't just tell anybody to avoid
2: a cult, like a
1: situation. No, I think he just wanted to get like oh, pain meds. Okay, yeah, so um. He was chopping stuff up and he like cut his finger and like went to the emergency room and I was like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a finger. <sighs> Do I need to clarify the story? It's not about me, it's about these people. But you were so, married to him. That's true. But I still just don't think she really knew he was a murderer. Maybe but not that. At the far. same time, she did find she did find plaster it's called plaster of paris mm-hmm. i had to look that up too what is that? i know yes. plaster, To but... cast? For a cast forecast yes did she find crutches yes yeah. i'll come to that in a second okay. and, a sling. and <sighs> he, he ain't never broke his and leg jeans and a white t-shirt everything mm-hmm. so i mean obviously she loved him she cared about him he's the killer and <laughs> she you know of course i still don't think It's good to her daughter. You know, yeah. So then, you know, when you love somebody and you find out all these horrible things he's responsible for, like, you're like, man, that's that's a lot of betrayal. You don't really want to face it. And then it kind of hits you in the face whenever it comes out. And you're like, oh, shit.
0: Was right. Are we still, talk- are, are we still oh, talking oh, about Liz? Liz? Are we still oh, talking about Liz? Is
2: this, <laughs> is this Finding Dirty chat? <laughs> or is this Ted
1: Bundy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little mixture. <laughs> so guess what? Mm. They, continue, they, continue, they continue. I'm making up so many. They stayed together. Oh, yay. yay. She was so dedicated. Brave. She, she was, was dedicated. so brave. But such- guess what? This is around the same time that Ted gets arrested for the first time. You ready for it? How? I'm about to tell you. August 16th, 1975. You ready for all these dates? No, I just... I can't remember So we were just in June. Okay, that's when he had his last murder Uh in June. Now it's August, 1975. He was stopped for driving violation. um, Because he was like... The officer noticed him because it was a small town. It wasn't a typical car that was in town. He was like, his lights were off, headlights yeah. were off, and he was like speeding through, running stop signs, and then he started to like really run stop signs, and then the officer pulled him over, and he finally got him to stop. Mm-hmm. And then he got him out, and he searched the car. That's when he noticed that the, the oh, did we take a break? Oh, we didn't insert a break. Um, that's when he noticed that the mm, passenger seat was in the back seat and at that point he searched the car and he found Ted's little murder kit thank you murder kit consisted of handcuffs ice pick crowbar ski mask trash bags rope pantyhose with eyes cut in them along with other questionable items when did he put the pantyhose on uh, lots of times, and he would strangle people with the pantyhose. With the pain. nylon pantyhose. Coming he up, he
2: did it differently, or did he always strangle them?
1: Um, well, some he, he would bludgeon to death, tra- and yeah. some he he would strangle it's them all over the place.
2: Stop throwing away leftovers and buy Hampton Homeware's 40-piece food storage container set with airtight snap-on lids. It's 28% off on Amazon. It includes 24 labels and an erasable marker. And coming in late April, you can also shop the kitchen cooking utensil set. You'll get 33 silicone pieces that won't scratch or damage your expensive nonstick cookware. Start
1: shopping today at the Hampton Homeware Amazon Storefront. Look up look up my leech girl real quick. You gotta see her face. Keep going. Okay. Um, so he gets arrested on suspicion of burglary. He explained away all the stuff in the car. He's like, Ski mask was for skiing and they the handcuffs. I got those out of a dumpster and blah blah blah. This stupid stuff. Police then compared his car to the one that Carol DeRanche described whenever she was kidnapped and put it together. So they placed, they also placed that those handcuffs were the same type of handcuffs. And like Liz had tried, tried probably three or four times to turn him into the police. Okay. But they never listened to her. Yeah. They thought she was an angry girlfriend. And so maybe that's why she stayed with them. She was like, well, if the
2: police don't think it's him, then why should I? Yeah. Made her feel better when they
1: didn't do anything. Yeah. So then at this point, Ted's arrested. He they finally contact Liz and they're like he's arrested and that's whenever she talks about how she found these things in his apartment and she found this meat cleaver and she found this plaster of Paris and that's what he used to make the casts with and he found and they found crutches and that's whenever all of that came out then police end up searching his apartment and that's when they find a guide to Colorado Ski Resorts, which had a mark for the hotel that one of them that, who was it, uh, Carol Campbell was killed at. It was like a brochure, like, why would you have all these, whatever. Souvenirs. Yeah. And then they also found a um, advertisement pamphlet for the Viewmont High School. Damn. Play because it was a school play that yeah. that Deborah Kent was abducted from, and so they found all those things all in his apartment. So that was what he was keeping for
2: those. Yeah. Did he actually watch the play? Oh my gosh, that is exactly
1: <laughs> what somebody else said. When did somebody? I think say I'm that? morbid. I think I'm morbid. Oh Maybe my that's gosh! What I'm yes. about that. Yeah.
2: But why would I, no, you have
1: that? I feel like he did because when I was watching. And he picked out who he wanted when to get. I was watching the the Prime, whatever it's called. I don't know what the show's called. But it was with mainly Liz telling her whole story. And they had, it was like the director from the play. And she was talking about how he was like sitting in there. And he she thought he was just like a normal person watching. I think he was watching director the play. The director made it up.
2: <clears throat> she wanted to be on the show. Oh, she was thirsty? <laughs> she just wanted some I mean, I would have probably said something to be on the show, too. That's but, true. But I feel like, okay, he probably... Either... Why would you keep that pamphlet? Either one, she didn't have a driver's license, so that's your oh,
1: your true. keepsake,
2: yeah. or your whatever you call. I don't know. Trophy. Yeah, like, was
0: he finding those things... Okay, like, the brochure and the pamphlet. Like, is this... Was he... Did he have those first, and then be like, "Oh, the ski resort. I think I'll go check out the ski resort and hangs out, or like the the
1: play well, apparently, pamphlet." Yeah, there was like a X marks the spot on uh-huh. whatever wherever that certain resort was, and so that's why they like link. But uh-huh. it still wasn't enough as evidence yeah, to keep yeah. him circumcised. Yeah. yeah, circumcised. No. Mm-hmm. So, guess what? In oh, also the they he had like a stack of polaroids that were in some like lockbox and um so he was arrested he was he got out because there wasn't enough evidence to keep him he went home got all those polaroids threw them away burned them whatever got rid of them but then later told all the police that he had them just to Mm. once again rub it in their face kind of thing yeah Control. So at this point, it's November um, 1975 or six or five. It's five, 1975. And we have Jerry Thompson, Robert Keppel, and Michael Foster. These are all detective detectives. They're from Utah, Washington, Colorado. They meet in Aspen, and they leave finally convinced. They've put it all together. Bundy's the guy. oh Bundy's the guy. We're going to get him. February 1976. Okay. He is going on trial for the kidnapping of Carol Durant. She's the one that escaped. Got it? The Gosh.
2: only person that can live to talk about it. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, he was found guilty of kidnapping. And he was sentenced to 1 to 15 years um, to prison. Which for one. Yeah, probably. But, you know what? He's in prison for about 8 months. And then police... Finally find something to connect him to one of the murders. They find credit card statements and they connect him to the uh, Karen Campbell murder in Colorado. So they transfer him to Colorado. Uh, Okay. For a pretrial hearing. So he's in Utah. He's in jail for that kidnapping. Transfer to Colorado. Great. He's there. At this point, it's June 1977. And this is whenever he decides, because this is a hearing, he's going to be his own attorney. Here we go. Oh, this is where his amazingness we comes go. out. He is allowed to be in court without shackles he get which gives him the opportunity to move around freely. And during a recess, he convinces the guards that he needs to go to the library because lawyers and attorneys mm-hmm. they can go, they, he has to go research his case. So he goes up there, and you know what? He just sneaks behind the bookcase and he's out of sight for about sixty seconds. And guess what? Jumps out the, the window. second window and. <laughs> bounces out of there i'm surprised he didn't break anything me neither you which he didn't
2: done that at the McClain county courthouse well they no. have
1: was the window open
2: it, they used to i don't think they do it anymore oh, i remember when i had yeah. jury duty they told us that story oh my
1: gosh well all he did was hurt his ankle and he was out for six days he would go and like break in cabins in the and woods it was cold yeah, in the snow, it was he, cold. Well, that's what he would go breaking these cabins and like steal food, steal clothes, and then he ended up stealing a car, and that's whenever he got stopped, and that eventually led to his recapture.
2: Can you imagine having a cabin and then coming back and seeing that it's been ransacked, and then later finding out Ted Bundy? I bet you ransacked would your cabin. Literally, I would leave it in that. The way that he left it forever. Got it. Then I would Airbnb it out. <laughs> <laughs> and it would go for a lot of money.
1: Oh my gosh, it would. It's so <laughs> good. Uh, so he's recaptured. And now we're in, that was June 77. Now we're in December 77. So it's seven months later, he's back in jail. He's in Colorado. Do you remember how they caught him?
2: Yeah. In a car? How?
1: Because he was, well, he was speeding. He was like.
2: No, after they, when they, when he escaped, how did they get him again?
1: Cause he stole a car. Okay. And yeah. he was speeding. Okay. He stole a car and he was driving erratically. Okay. Going to my sources. So, seven months later, and he's like, I gotta get a new escape plan. Let me assemble one. Oh. Let me assemble an escape plan. He somehow gets a detailed floor Plan of this jail. This is when he turns
2: into an organized killer.
1: He gets a hacksaw blade from another inmate and he manages to collect $500 in cash to use for while he's on the run in an escapee. Okay. Okay. We later find out how he got this $500. That's what I was fixing to ask. And this is from... Carol and Boone. That's why I was confused.
2: Okay, I always get her and Raunch, and I'm okay. like, no, this bitch didn't go in. Yeah, no, help this bitch on. just
1: she done helped him escape. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Mouth watering, dry it up. Get you a drink. Here we go. She helped him get the cash. So during the evenings, while the other prisoners were showering, Boone. Ted Bundy sawed a hole. In like a one square foot in the ceiling of his cell. Mm -hmm. He lost 35 pounds, 30, Mm -hmm. 35 pounds. So he would be able to wiggle his way through the ceiling and he would be able to crawl in the space above the ceiling. And then all the time he's
2: bitching and didn't he like have a lawsuit about how their food was horrible And the conditions are horrible. Yes, he was always complaining. that's why he's losing weight because the food was so horrible when really he was doing it on purpose so that he could fit through. He was
1: always, always complaining. Genius. So he did dry runs. And he would go up in there and he would, like, other inmates would hear and they would be like, somebody's crawling up in the ceiling. Somebody's crawling up in the ceiling. And they would totally ignore the other inmates. They're like, y'all are stupid. So on New Year's Eve, he crawls through this hole in the ceiling that he carved out and lost all this weight. He ends up, and he comes out, and he's in the head jailer's room. Goes down in there, goes in the closet, gets some jailer's clothes, puts on the clothes, and this just walked right out the door. Listen, he he needs a standing
2: ovation for that. He He needs
1: a standing
2: ovation for that. I
1: mean, listen, that was you know sorry about your bad luck that outsmarted them all i'd hate that i had to clap but i mean that's pretty damn impressive it is but you're an asshole but it's impressive okay so this is also crazy the jet so the uh who was it the lead guard or whatever he was he the head jailer he was gone. He wasn't there. He, it was New Year's Eve. Yeah. So, I mean, he's out, out. Celebration station. So, he's like, oh, um, freedom. They didn't even know he was missing until 17 hours later. <laughs> Apparently, he, like, used, uh, he, like, covered up books in his body. bed. Uh-huh. But, like, wouldn't you be pokey? Wouldn't it be, like, pointy body? He's, he's a pokey way body. better than that like lights are out, though, so you're did not would you really. have like, a, like did your have...
0: elbows. Oh, no. just Caroline's I, elbows. You know
1: what? I talked about my elbows yesterday because I, now that I have to put them on the desk all the time, they're always, like, bruising up, and then I was like, I got a big weenus. A weenus? It's called a weenus. Oh. You didn't know that? No. no. Are y'all...
2: Um, Chandler talks about a weenus on Friends. It's the only weenus uh,
1: I know about. No. I... This is... Okay. I'm not talking to y'all anymore. I just about.
0: thought it was... The extra skin that you could pinch really hard and like it doesn't hurt uh
1: weenus pull your weenus <laughs> bend it i i can't i can't pull this but i don't have as much weenus as you pull your weenus you pull my weenus oh <laughs> never thought you'd ask <sighs> so much weenus pulling I'm, you you do have a big weenus don't you i didn't know <laughs> Oh, yeah, she's cut. Oh, yeah. Your weakness is not as big as mine, though. Sorry. Oh, Sorry about your luck.
2: Is it basically saggy skin?
1: No, it's a weakness. Oh, girl. were you
2: not circumcised? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's full That's what the-
2: <laughs> You are not circumcised.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's exactly what I was trying to get at. I had no
2: idea. Oh, my you gosh.
1: Go. So, he escapes. It's 17 hours. He's gone. Guess what? By then, he's in Chicago. From Chicago, he takes a train to Michigan. Then he steals a car, goes to Atlanta, and then he takes a bus to Florida. Florida! <laughs> and then gotta go to Florida he's in Tallahassee. Cool. He Ooh. actually wanted to stop killing. He was, like, legit trying to. He was like, I'm going to get a job. He was doing his hell man. I'm going to do my prayers, and I'm going to, like... But then, shit damn hell, I'm all the things. And then he tried to get a job, and then they asked for his ID, and he went batshit. He went off the rails, because he didn't have an ID, even though you can easily get a fake ID, but he... There was probably social security issue number issues. Like he couldn't, but it just threw him off. And he was like, I was trying to be good. And now I'm back on my rampage. Yep. He moves into a boarding house near Florida state university campus. He poses as a grad student. He uses the name Chris Hogan say, yeah. and he attends lectures and pretends to be a student. <sighs> and then Kai Omega happens. Wait,
2: Quantos anos tienes at this time?
1: How many, how old is he? Yeah. Um. Well, it's 1978. So when was he born? I don't remember. Well, but
2: he literally cannot get out of the college life. No, he's probably 90. He's 31. he's
1: okay. 31. He's 31.
2: Well, and I guess that's and he's supposed to be a grad student. Yeah, which is so that, that's normal. I time. mean, I could normal probably age.
1: literally walk up into college and be a grad. student. Yeah,
2: I mean, any age is grad student. I was. I don't know why I thought he was older trying to pose no, to be like a, like a 57 college student.
1: Or- Maybe okay. I mean, that that's old?
0: what I should do. I should just, like, oh, I go could. hang out, like, at yeah. campus and, like, get all the knowledge. I just don't have a certificate. Just don't. Yeah. yeah. Just you learn it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just show up in a lecture. Look. Sit in the back. We're so close to this. Omega. this oh, Kyle cap. Omega. This is the end cap. This is the ultimate... This is January 15th, 1978. Wow. Oh, one week after he's arrived in Tallahassee. He got into the sorority house and he entered through the back door because there was a faulty lock. And apparently he had been watching them. And he was watching them to wait till they went to sleep. It's 2.45 in the morning and then he enters. And he bludgeons. Margaret Bowman... Twenty-one years old, with a piece of freaking firewood, he grabbed the firewood from out the house. Uh-huh. Goes inside with his log of firewood. As she's sleeping, he just totally knocks her in the head bludgeons and her. bludgeons her to death. I mean, this this whole rampage right here took fifteen minutes. What about you? So, Margaret, her. Goal was caved in. She was strangled. This is the one. She was strangled with a nylon stocking. And he used so much force with it. Like, he pulled it so hard that he almost broke her neck.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. That's I always p- wonder if it's... Did he buy it or was it her nylon stocking?
1: Oh, I'm sure he brought it. I mean, because you have to dig for a stocking. Like a pantyhose? That's what it is,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess people in college
1: aren't really going to have those. But he also used one for cover his face. So he might have just taken off his face and used it or something. So then right after that, he entered the room of Lisa Levy, 20-year-old, beat her unconscious, strangled her, tore off one of her nipples, Mm. bit her butt cheek or buttock,
2: and Walmart. sexually assaulted
1: her with a hair mist bottle? Oh. A oh, hair
2: wow. mist bottle? Like a hairspray? Yeah. Remember white rain or like spritz?
0: White rain? Spritz. No, it's like a spritz bottle. Hair. Yeah, a spritz yeah. bottle. I'm just yeah. thinking of
2: the brand. White rain, yeah. like and it had the little spray, spritz top and a little skinny bottle. Yeah. First thing he could grab. Yeah. I guess his
1: penis wouldn't...
2: I wouldn't. I, that's why I wonder. He had to have a small penis because or, he wants to screw them when they're dead.
1: Y'all, it's real bad. I'll have to finish. show you. I know. Finish, finish. Okay. Uh, okay. Where was I? 20-year-old Lisa Levy. Hair Miss Bottle. Then in the adjoining bedroom, he attacked 20-year-old Kathy Kleiner. He broke her jaw. He laughed... Lacerated her shoulder. Her shoulder was dislocated. She was sound asleep when it happened and didn't remember a thing. But guess what? She She survived. Then we have 21-year-old Karen Chandler. She was beat. I mean, he mercilessly just beat the crap out of her. She had a concussion, a broken jaw. She lost her teeth. She had a broken finger. And she also survived. So we have two what? survivors out of that coma. Kind of, yes. Okay. Two of them. Then um, cl- uh, one of them, one of the two survivors, uh, like said that the reason she survived, they survived is because headlights, like maybe a car was turning in. And so the headlights flashed into the room and it scared him enough to where he left and ran out. So that's what she's like. That's why we survived. Mm. And then as she, as. He's running out the door. They have another sorority sister who's coming in and sees him. I'm Surely they're not going in the and out the same door. But it's Nita Neary who she's coming in and she sees him leaving. So she's a witness. And then another witness saw him carrying a log down the street. So he's like leaving the sorority house. He goes eight blocks away. And I mean, he's on a rampage. He's like roid raging. He's going crazy. He's... Like on this hungry shit, he ain't, <laughs> ain't eating in much. Yeah, he's on this whole nother level. He goes, breaks into this other basement apartment, attacks 21 year old uh FSU student Cheryl Thomas. He dislocated her shoulder, fractured her jaw, and skull in five places. Wow. he woke up the neighbors from like the sounds that they were so violent. And it was, it was said that like the thumps of her head smashing against the wall that, and like, it was like banging that they started banging back. Like what the, like, they're like, they're doing it. Like calm down. Like what is going on? And she survived. Wow. Whoa. From all that. She has permanent deafness in one ear and she has cranial nerve damage, which causes, um, your equilibrium to be off. So maybe like vertigo. And what sucks is that she was a dance, like a dancer. Uh, so she could never dance again. Uh, and also he masturbated on her bed. Screw so you, Ted Bundy. So guess what? He's still on loose. He's still going. And that, so when was that? That was whatever day, January. And then mm, February 9th, this is the last this is the last of Ted Bundy. This is his final one. This girl. is the little girl. 12-year-old Kimberly Leach. She is so precious looking. She's in PE class. She remembered that one of that her, she left her purse in another classroom. So the teacher lets her go get her purse. She's coming back to PE with her purse and this You know, all of a sudden somebody's like, oh, um, I just remember seeing, like, witnesses were like, oh, I remember seeing her with this, like, angry man, and we just thought it was, like, a dad who was mad and, like, taking their kid home, and because we don't know why, and so they didn't report it, because they just were like, oh, it's whatever, somebody picking up their kid, and once her parents finally realized, like, "Mm, she's not home, and they found out that she didn't go to the rest of her classes that day they instantly knew like something was wrong and they reported it to the to the police and 2 months later they find her body in a pig pen oh fuck is a pig pen about 40 miles away she'd been sexually assaulted and strangled this there was, had to
2: have been not any pigs in the pen cuz they will eat everything about anything
1: well, there ain't no pigs in that pen. They turned to bacon already. I guess I don't know.
2: So her body was just there, just dead.
1: Yeah, they they Whole. probably. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he's finally arrested again. We're almost there. He's arrested. He of course acted as his own attorney. This trial is insane. Wait, I have to back up. Okay,
2: April has been to the Kai Omega house. Did we talk about that last week? Mm-mm. We did at George's. So you don't remember?
1: I have. April's oh. been
2: to the Kyle Mega house.
1: What did we say about it? Um,
0: we stopped, and it's probably been, like, I don't know, like four or five years ago. Um, my son had a tournament in, um, like, South Florida. So, on our way there... Um, we get to Tallahassee and and when we like you, to we like to visit like colleges too. Like when Jace was like playing baseball, like we would like go to different colleges. And so um it's Florida State and um Mike's like or he's like looking up something. He was like, Hey, go this way, turn here, turn here. He was like, Oh, this is it, stop. And I was like, What is this? I was like, What are we doing? And so he's like, Take a picture of this and send it to April. And I was like, <laughs>
1: He what? went and visited the Kylie <laughs> house,
0: and we just stopped, you know, just right out in front. And, and nobody was out or anything. One hundred
1: percent
2: counts. They have beat you because you didn't go to.
0: Well, I didn't have a way to go. I didn't have a car. Mm-mm.
1: She's so mad. Yeah. Around.
0: So um, then I was like, kind of reading about it a little bit, where it says that, um, like, the sorority girls who you know pledge, like, they don't talk about it. They don't talk about anything that. Happened in that
1: house. Yeah. It is not even talked well, about. They need to. They don't even know about it. How now. is it not part of
2: everyday conversation?
1: It should be. You got to remember the people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? The, I wonder. I, I wonder if there, there's uh, like uh, a pictures, of, Yeah. And like the rooms that it happened in. It's crazy.
1: Why would you still even have it that looks house? The go same. get a different house. Like the, the house looks yeah. exactly the like same. Why can't you not tear it down and go build a new one? Because I think that. And the
2: Greek life, that house probably has way more what, past and history than, ten, than but, one no. night... he's just back in jail
1: yeah because go ahead and tell your personal story i was just trying to like skip <laughs> the little things and get to the like a, well
2: and i can't remember but i just know it was a random cop that was on oh, duty no
1: there was this big thing and there was like a fight and there was gunshots yeah Is that the one? yeah yeah
2: in pensacola florida is okay. where he ended up being caught. So y'all know what I do when I travel, you went and I and look it.
1: Why did you want to go to where he was caught? Not to where he didn't? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. I oh. I was just
2: in Pensacola, and I didn't know about anything that happened in Pensacola. So if I don't know about anything, I'm going to say famous murders, famous killers, famous something, Pensacola, and yeah. all I found out was one Emmett Smith went to Pensacola High School. So, boom, we went there and took a picture of the Emmett Smith Stadium mm-hmm. that's named after him. And then, too, we went to the restaurant where he was found, had a struggle with the cop, and caught to and then put back in prison for the final time.
1: Oh, I didn't know it was a restaurant. I just know that he was on a – a officer was chasing him. He evaded the officer, and then they got into a struggle, and the guy, the officer shot twice, two warning shots, Uh and then he eventually, um, like, Bundy was trying to get the gun from the officer, the officer was able to, like, capture him, it was this big thing. And then he took him. It was just them.
2: a parking. They weren't inside. It was just like a parking lot of yeah. a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, But it was like an alleyway that led to the restaurant. I think. Ooh, so cheap. he was like coming down like yeah. a little alleyway. I feel like he was driving a bug, like that he had he kept, stolen no, a he bug, kept stealing bugs. Yeah. So was he that was the only
1: car back then.
2: It was, Why was his. He <laughs> always driving damn
1: bug? That was his thing. It he was, was his thing. Dri- he had like fourteen bugs. He drove.
2: Listen. So I have a
1: picture of me at that restaurant. Every time I don't even want to see a bug ever again. Do they even make those anymore? Anyway, we are going, he's arrested. And guess what? He's Acting as his own attorney again, because why not? Hmm. So this is what is, I'm breezing through this trial because it's, it's pretty long and there's a lot of stays of executions and there's like a lot. He was on trial. He was in jail for about, I think eight years or so Mm. before he was executed. Um, but what's crazy is that he, when since he's acting as his own attorney, there are survivors that are coming up and they are testifying or giving their statements and having to answer questions from, from him, home. like on yeah. cross-examine. Uh, and so that's really weird. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that he wanted to relive everything. Mm. So. He did, he was questioning a police officer. I watched some of this. And what he did was he was like, this officer was like the first one on scene at one of the sorority, at the sorority house. And he was like, can you just desc- describe the scene exactly as you found it? <laughs> as he's and getting the, a bonus. And he, yeah, d- yeah, listen. And so he, guys describes it, whatever. And then he's like, oh, can you go into more detail about that? And then he describes it again and he's like, "Um, so tell me again about this. And I mean, he just and the finally the judge has to like or whoever objects and they're like, you've literally asked the same question, like Repeating question, but I wonder if he is.
0: really didn't remember any of it because it happened so fast. Who Ted? No, like yeah, I'm talking about Ted. Like yeah. if he's asking this cop. Oh
1: no, in details he, like no, no, what no, really no. happened. No, I was just wondering like he's kind of like he asking blacked it out to relive it.
0: Relive, yeah. He
1: is 100 asking to relive it, and you know he's got a the biggest heart on at the same it's actually on video and they're like oh my gosh like you know what happened you did like it's so annoying
2: it gives them that sense of power and control yeah again just hearing what he did
1: so then at some point there's also a lady who goes up I can't remember which I think they I, I can't remember him. but he's doing the same thing to her he's asking her to give details of what happened and he's being his own little lawyer self and she would would not give details. He got so mad and he like slammed down his fist on the table and he's like, You fucking have to answer me. <laughs> and she was like, That's the monster. That's the that's, that's yeah. the thing that he can't control. hmm And so it was like it was just intense. It was crazy. There's all these witnesses, there's all these People who have survived, Carol Doranche, so uh, multiple charges. I could go into more detail, but this is where we're going to get to our end, and this is when he gets sentenced. He's found guilty. Um. Oh no, hang on. Marriage. He mm. gets married to Boone. Okay. This is during. So he's found guilty. He's going to be sentenced. He's going to be executed. This is during his sentencing phase. He surprised everyone because he's still his attorney. He calls Carol Boone as a character witness, which this is... um, She's been in his life at this point for several years, and she's always been by his side.
2: But how... I forgot how she came in. Well... How are they... um, Was she just a fan?
1: I think she was... She just was part of uh, trying to get him... She was just thought he was innocent. I don't know. Mm. Oh, I do know, but I can't remember. Okay. But I know that she was the one who slipped him the $500 so he could escape and he, or help yeah. him to escape. But she was always like, he's innocent, he's innocent. Just like a uh, number one. She's probably just a fan. Um, apparently in Florida, you can do these crazy things to so where if you just say... Carol, will you marry me? And then they say, "Yeah." Then that means you're married. And you have conjugals. Oh, yeah, they got conjugals <laughs> after this. But all you have to do is say that, "Will you marry me?" and then you're married. So then that's how oh. they were married during the trial. Cuz I was like he just asked, "Will that's... you marry me?" and she was like, "Yeah, I will marry sure. you." But there was some like legal weird thing cuz you know, it's Florida. And um so then they were married and then they had all these Conjugal visits because they were whatever snuck in, I guess, and she got pregnant and she had a baby and they had a little girl. Ted Bundy's got a daughter out there named I forgot Rose.
0: Yeah, my oh, name. I forgot.
1: But apparently they Rose don't want to be found. Obviously, I would be like I'm. Ready. I'm Rose Bundy. <laughs> so, oh, my um. Carol Boone, Carol Boone, after so many years of having the back of Ted Bundy and thinking he's innocent, finally is like, mm, maybe he's not innocent, and she divorces him. Oh, thanks there for go. So after endless appeals, before being put to death, this is when Bundy gave details to Detective Bob Keppel, confessing to several murders, and he's talking about how he kept the heads of victims and how he was engaged in necrophilia and which we already know, but this is when he finally admits it. And this is when, of course he blamed everything oh. on porn or, which is why we asked you if you've been exposed. because yep, Apparently that was the stimulant that caused all of his, his whole murderous rampage.
2: They also used him as a
1: tool at one
2: point in time. Yes,
1: they did use him as a tool. And he tried to bark and he tried to get out of being executed, saying that he could help. And he did actually help with uh what's his face? Gary
2: Ridgway, Green yeah. River Killer. Green River. But I can't remember but he and he helped catch him. I don't remember. I've never looked into the Green River Killer to see um like how much Bundy helped. That helped me I mean that I still think I see why we killed Bundy because motherfucker would get out, like he would escape again because he's that smart.
1: There's a tracker on him, but you should use him for research.
2: Yeah. But that's why I think we should keep some of these, most of or all these serial killers alive because we can learn from them. Where is he
1: buried at? Wait electrocution was scheduled. It was like a damn tailgate party out there. They were just like burn Bundy burn <laughs> having signs. Tons of people showed up. They were selling t-shirts. It was like a whole party. Yeah. And they were just chanting it. Burn Bundy burn. Uh, so uh, April wants a t-shirt. You ready for this? <laughs> 2000, 2000 volts of electricity surged through his body, his hands and body. Tightened and smoke could be seen coming from his right leg. <sighs> then the machine turned off and Bundy was checked by the doctor one last time. And on January 24th, 1989, Theodore Robert Bundy, one of the most notorious serial killers of all time, died at 716 a.m. As crowds outside years yelled, Yay! burn, Bundy, Burn. The end. And you know what? My last thing I have to say is thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Wait, what were his last words? Don't he remember? said, like, tell my mom and tell somebody and somebody I love and care for them. It was stupid. I he had
2: a big. steak done, medium rare, eggs over easy, toast with butter and jelly, milk, coffee, juice and hash browns for his last meal. And his last words were, Jim and Fred, I'd like to give you my give my love yeah. to my family and friends. Who's Jim and Fred?
1: They were two oh, of the, the ministers that were in there. They were the two people that were in there with him.
2: Oh. Oh, I'd like you to give my love to my family and friends. That's are-
1: literally all he did. That's all he said. That's why I didn't even say it. it yeah. he
2: Sometimes they they say something real assholeish, like Gacy was like, "Kiss my ass," his last words. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Did you see anything about where his ashes? Did you re- do you remember finding anything about that? I
1: didn't even look. Okay.
2: Wow. Well, this why? this is just what I heard on a podcast. Okay. A good podcast that maybe then, I don't know if it's like that now, that we have to honor the dying wishes uh, like so if somebody's executed
1: Well, where's his wishes?
2: If somebody's executed and they're cremated we have to honor whatever their wishes. They don't have any wishes. They're buried in the cemetery, so like David Wayne Spence He probably
1: went Taylor Parents.
2: Mountain. He wanted to come home to Waco so he's buried in Waco, right? Mm-hmm. He
0: Back in Washington in the park. In the Taylor Mountain. And Taylor Mountain.
2: He wanted he to be cremated and his ashes spread where his victim's body, where he Not killed his surprised. victim's bodies, well, yeah. And they had to honor that. Isn't that crazy? Yes.
0: Is that like an execution thing in general or is it just Florida? Because I think I've heard that from.
2: I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we even still have to do that. Maybe I should research that further, but I've heard, I think I heard it on two different podcasts years ago, and that stuck with me because I was like, that's his last jab or his last sense of control. Or There's
1: just, that was his, I don't know. It was pretty shitty though. And this also included his ashes. What we don't his know if his mother or whoever was involved in spreading his ashes at the Cascade Mountains in Washington State. Okay,
2: start read all that. Okay, so Caroline, Caroline did you find that part yet? I found it. It says, okay.
1: Ted Bundy's will signed the night before his execution gave the serial killer's attorney, whoever, whoever, Diana, Diana we- Wiener, oh gosh, Wiener, mm. Of Sarasota-Forlet, control of his remains, personal property, and assets. This included Bundy's ashes. Um, We don't know if his mother or his wife, Carol Ann Boone, were involved in spreading his ashes. But They were spread at Cascade Mountains in Washington State. It's possible that Bundy's wishes regarding his ashes were never fulfilled. Okay. We will never know the true fate of his remains. As Bundy's mother passed... Away in 2013, and Carol Ann Boone vanished into thin air after the trial, along with the daughter she claimed was Bundy's.
0: Nope, she took the ashes.
1: I think her dumb did. Well, she at least should sell them or something. They're I mean, on I'd her buy mantle. like
2: a teaspoon.
1: <sighs>
2: yeah. Like selling <laughs> baggies. <been> five <laughs> I'd buy a teaspoon of ashes. <laughs> just you just think about every time I had a house party- Guess what this is right here. These are Ted bundy's It's like Jeff. Like when we talked about the uh Jeffrey Dahmer. Remember his apartment? They were selling like the refrigerator and the deep freezer that he kept the body parts. And people yeah. wanted to buy.
1: Can I close this now? At yeah. Least?
2: Can you imagine, like Caroline? How many? Would you not be excited if you came to my house and I had jeffrey's Dahmer recliner? Are we ever? She buying? hates being serious.
1: I need some jokes every now and then. <laughs> I mean, I was you just talking about job. Jesse Smollett, you know, and he was got
2: it. You just had a big job, and your brain's just like overwhelmed.
1: Look, that was like 15 pages. It
2: was a dissertation, yeah. basically oh, a I Bundy, Bundy dissertation. To that dissertation. You have your master's.
1: I basically do have my master's. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so
2: smart. You have your master's degree now.
1: She did a great
2: job. We are done with serial killers, y'all. We have no idea what's coming next month. We have no idea. It's
1: probably going to be random and amazing.
2: Yeah, maybe we should just take a break and be random. Um, Don't forget right now, go to your Spotify app and rate us the five star so that when they search us on Spotify, you see the five star rating. Also, on your podcast platform, you say stay aware, I say stay alive, and you say always be DTF.
1: Okay, do it. Wait what? <laughs> aware. Don't alive forget to
2: DTF. Stay aware. Stay alive. And
1: <laughs> always be DTF.
2: That's literally how we just did it.
1: Thank you for coming to my And She didn't talk. even drink.
2: <laughs> Bye.